All right. No music interlude today, but welcome to Mullet Over Podcast with Richard Mall. Uh, Andrew would always introduce me, Dr. Richard Mall. I don't always carry that title, um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's exciting today to have Misty Stinson, a dear friend, a mighty woman of God, uh, done a lot of incredible stuff in ministry. Um, this beginning of this year, I had hit a wall, needed some ministry, and I thought, man, I know people all over the country, and and like I could pick, you know, I, I could reach out to people in different ministries, and I don't know why exactly, but I was like, um, I picked Misty, reached out, and I and I and I was like, you and some of your women want to minister to me, and and it was interesting because I I picked you because I was like, I want somebody to minister to my heart, my heart's hurting. Forget it. No, we talk about going to North Carolina. And I actually, the beginning of this podcast was right after that. So I tell some of that story in the first couple of episodes, uh, which is pretty incredible. So I had already told our listeners about you and, and, and uh, not a ton, but that, that, that is affecting my whole year. It's affecting everything. Uh, it has been incredible. Um, before I introduce you, we jump into the interview. We've been offered the two acres adjacent to us, which I had been laying hands on the fence, asking the Lord for that. We envision it being um, uh, mini homes and believe that we could fit conservatively seven uh, mini homes, which could house a decent number of people because of the, the there's restrictions in Hillsborough County that that would help right. us get beyond to where we could minister to more people for a lot less cost wise. And uh, so anyways, we are praying for that and um, been developing a discipleship um, course for healing online. We have 10 courses that we produced in the last four weeks and Um, we have a master's disciples class, which is phenomenal. The people that I've shared with about it and I've just gossiped a little bit about it on here, but they have um, one person was like in tears um, and, and had to hang up the phone and going, the Lord's already spoken to me about this is what I keep hearing. One person had a, a live vision, um, uh, uh, an open vision while I was telling them about the program that we're going to do. And in it, we're going to help the people that God's laying on my heart. He said, pick 12 people, no more than 12. And pour the DNA of what it means to be a disciple into them. And by the end of one year, not a full year even, um, there, there's a whole list of things that they're going to accomplish. But part of that is they're going to have written a book. They will have studied whatever the subject is that they're going to write on more thoroughly biblically than most anybody that they will meet will take them through, like finding the scriptures to support whatever it is that God's laying on their heart to write about. And then they will create a course, an online training course to train their disciples. Um, that's yeah. just bits and pieces of it. Some amazing retreats are going to be a part of it and all that. You're a coach. In fact, that was one of the reasons I reached out to you two years ago was I had seen the pictures of your transformation and and I was the closest to death I'd ever been. I didn't have COVID and it was the beginning of COVID. Everybody, 100% at a lot of clinics were testing positive for COVID, which we know was bogus. There's there's no way that that was true. There was no nothing else. Nobody had the flu. Well, I had fortunately been ministering to someone who was a naturopathic doctor who had a very high quality test that they could administer and and so they said i had five influenzas and two adenoviruses and no covid and they said covid's been around for a long time i didn't know that and they said this test would show covid but you don't have any covid which is unusual like it would show if you've had it somewhere in the past and you haven't so but i but i but it, but that caused double pneumonia and I was like, and I knew part of it was I looked okay, not, not great, but, but, you know, I wasn't, wouldn't, people would have said I was obese or anything like that, but I knew that my health had suffered, um, that I wasn't taking care of myself and, and I felt like I need to find a health coach. So I was like, I, here I'm seeing the pictures of yours and Joe's transformation. And I was like, I, I, I we've been connected for some time. I look forward to hearing some of that you know, reconnection. And, uh, so I, that was the first time I reached out to you and the Lord's just kept us connected for many years. So how did we originally get connected? You remember that? 
know, it's so funny because when we're talking about the ministry and what I do, it's like there's been so many things the Lord has had me doing in my life that you and I got connected. And it was basically I had heard your name from something that you had done in Brandon. You were at a church or something or I had done a training, but I had not attended and I had heard your name. And the Lord told me I he had had me start a ministry, which we'll go into in just a moment. But he told me you're to connect with that gentleman right there. He's to be a part of your future. He's going to help guide you and he's going to connect you. And so I reached out to you along with two other ladies that was in my prayer ministry. And we came to meet you in Brandon in a coffee shop. We said, we don't know who you are. The Lord told us to come and we're here and <laughs> we need to know There's what we're doing. There's a bunch of ladies and Joe, your husband was there. I, I had this vague <laughs> recollection of it. And you guys gave yeah. me way more credit than I thought I deserved at the founding. Well, you know what? It was God giving you the credit. That was what was really yeah. cool yeah. because he came to us and he actually came to me in a vision and mm-hmm. I could see you. And um, the Lord told me that I was to go to you, that we would be connected in the future. And it's been really neat because over the years, it's like we pop up together and God has things going on that he wants us to do together. And it's just been an amazing journey so far. But Mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed, you know, walking some journeys with you and getting Mm -hmm. to do ministry with you in many different ways. So tell us the story of Misty Stinson. All right. All right, I'll start that. We'll see where God goes, because that's one of the things is um, I just wrote a book. And do you mind if I show it? Go for it. Yes. Excited about it. It's a miracle. And I'll tell you why. The name of it is Just Show Up. And it's a journey with God to hear his voice and experience the big and more. And the reason I wrote it is because God told me to. And when God asked me to do something, I do it. But when he told me to write a book, I actually laughed and I was like, almost felt like Sarah in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? I laughed and I'm like, God, are you kidding me? I'm the worst at writing. Yes, me too. I hated (laughs) English class. I hated writing assignments. There was nothing I wanted more. And now this is my stack, right? Well, you can't see it in the the, the video this time, but um, it is a stack of books that I've written and I'm helping other people publish their books a lot of times. So isn't isn't that that crazy? You know what? I called you when I needed to publish it. I called you and said, where do I go? What do I do? But, um, but he asked me to write the book. So I knew it was important. And my heart is to help people hear God's voice. And the reason why it's so important to me is that growing up, I grew up in a very small town in Etowah, Tennessee, population 3,000. I mean, it was very small. We had one red light and it worked. Well, we had two red lights. One worked, one didn't. And so, I mean, it was just, I lived on a farm. It was a simple life. I went to church, I went to school, and I did some sports. And, And I had my animals, you know, on the farm. So I really grew up simple. But unfortunately, um, my God was simple at that time too. I learned about the Bible and I was saved at a a young age. I was actually saved a couple of different times because I wanted to make sure, you know, you never know Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, I was baptized a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. So once that, once I got out of um, my small town, I actually, um, I moved to West Palm Beach at a very young age, like 19 years old. And I stayed there for about five years. And then my dad had cancer, so I moved back to Tennessee. But once I came back and um, my, I was there with my dad and basically I was realizing that there was more that I needed in life. And so um, I told my dad, and here he is with cancer. I said, Dad, I just don't know if there's anyone for me. I've not found the right one. And here I am, like 23 years old. And he said, Misty, he says, you're going to be fine. And in two weeks later, I went into my aunt's hair salon, and there was my husband getting his hair cut. And so we met. He was from Tampa, Florida. He's six got months good hair. I know. My yeah. aunt kept him in, in the seat until I could get there because she knew I was coming. Uh, she's a matchmaker, but she did a good job because here we are 33 years later, wow. still married. But at that point, Joe was searching for God. I was searching for more. We came together. We got married in six months, and then we moved back to Tampa because his work needed him to move back. He was down visiting his parents in Tennessee. And um, 
when we started this journey together, it was really beautiful because God had us growing together. I knew who God was. I was saved. And now Joe is saved. But I didn't know that there was anything more than just a surface level. And so um, when it came to church, I just thought church was church. And I had a neighbor invite me to church, to her church. And when I walked into her church, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this feels different. Oh, my goodness. There's like joy and there's like electricity in the air. And I've never experienced this. There are people just, they had their hands in the air and they were clapping. It was amazing. And it was the first time I had really felt freedom in a church. And I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And so um, as I went on my journey, um, Joe and I, we were married three years. I continued being in this church. We were trying to get pregnant. We couldn't get pregnant. And I was having insemination and a couple of different things done. Well, about that time, I believe it was Rodney Howard Brown. I don't remember for sure, but there was a revival that came. Mm. And when I went to that revival, um, I was introduced to the big and more of sometimes of what God has. But I wasn't convinced that it was real. Right. Mm -hmm. And so being in that revival, Rodney was bringing the joy, but he was taking his hand and going like this and people were falling down. And I was standing there going, what is this? Is this real? Is this from God? Remember, I'm just a small girl from Tennessee. And um, and so it really scared me because I wasn't sure if it was real. But then as God took me on a journey and he started opening doors and showing me that it, things were real and that healing was of him. In fact, um, I remember going back to the church and I'm like, guys, I don't know about that revival. It was kind of scary for me. And they said, you know, it's okay. You know, you just need just to, to be yourself and it'll be all right. And about that time, I found out that I wasn't pregnant again. And they're like, can we pray for you? And they took me up front and they prayed for me. And within a month, I was pregnant with my first baby, which was absolutely incredible. So I started seeing God knew that I had to have little doses of him. And so as time went on to make a long story short, um, we got to a part to where he started introducing me to um, deliverance. For example, um, I went over to a Bible study from a, great friend that had been mentoring me for like a year and a half to two years. And we were praying for another lady that was from a different religion at one point. And so she had done a lot of um, idol worship and such. And so we were praying for her and helping her. And while we were doing that, um, she was confessing that she had gone to like fortune tellers and things like that. Well, I had two at a young age because as I grew up, You know, I really was in a church atmosphere that was follow the rules. But as I got older, the rules were harder to to follow. So I was looking for fun in all the wrong places. And I had those years. And um, so going to a fortune teller was one of those fun things that we had done at one point where I'm sitting there in the living room and we're praying for her. And then all of a sudden, I'm confessing. I feel in my heart I'm supposed to be confessing to the Lord. And I start confessing like, I, you know, I repent of doing of going to a fortune teller. And I repent because I used to pay, play the, um, the what is it, the witchy board and things like that. And um, I started repenting. And then all of a sudden, Richard, I felt something get up and come off me. And I was like, what was that? And so when we were done praying for the lady, I went to uh, Dee, which was the one that was my mentor. And I said, what just happened to me? And she said, it sounds like deliverance. I said, what are you talking about? I said, I don't even know what that means. And so she started explaining it to me. And I started walking with the Lord in such a way that I'm like, I started being aware that there was more and that I needed to be, I needed to know about it. And um, about this time, 
a sweet lady. Her name was Lori. She came into my life. And um, when she came into my life, she we had babies around the same age and um, we became really fast friends. And she started, she was telling me stories and she's like, God said this and God said that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? God talks to you. And she was like, yes, he didn't talk to you. I'm like, "Mm -mm, not like that. No. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a relationship that I can have with the Lord. And so I started pursuing God in ways that I just never knew. Um, And I really, once I was aware that you could hear his voice, that he was real, that he interacted, then I I wanted it all. And um, one of my favorite times is when um, I had come back from, I knew about the deliverance. I had started hearing God's voice because I was listening for it and looking for it. And it took a while, it took a couple of years, but I had come back and I had um, asked the Lord if there was anything that he wanted to show me. And he started telling me, he says, I want to put you in a new ministry. I want to put you in a new ministry. And I was like, okay, I'll do whatever you say, Lord. And so six months went on of him telling me he was going to put me in a new ministry. Well, I got a book from someone from a Bible study, and it was from Andrew Womack. And it was Body, Soul, and Spirit. And I started reading that. And as I started reading that, I said, this is it. It's about the Holy Spirit. Richard, I didn't know the Holy Spirit. I knew Jesus. Mm -hmm. I knew God. I now knew deliverance. But I didn't know the Holy Spirit. So I started basically reading this book. And you have to understand, at this point, I did not believe in speaking in tongues either. In fact, I had heard speaking in tongues several times, and I had ran the other direction. It sounded fake. I didn't like it. It scared me. I was like, "Mm mm-mm. I learned it was of the devil. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want anything to do with it. Scripture doesn't say that. I knew that it was divisive, which the Bible doesn't say that, and that it was um, of the devil. And Scripture doesn't line up with that at all. But, yep. So what was your, did you, what was your denomination growing up? I grew up Baptist okay. and it was a, a great yeah. church and yeah. I learned a lot of Bible verses and great people, but I did not learn about the Holy Spirit yeah. and I didn't learn about any of the rest of this. And so, so I, back to the book with Andrew Womack, I start reading this book and I'm in my spirit. I knew I had gotten really close to God to where I could hear his voice. Cause I had pursued that for a while and I knew that this was the ministry, the Holy Spirit. It was about, there was so much more involved of the Holy Spirit. Then I got to the chapter on speaking in tongues. Richard, I honestly, I put the book down and I said, I'm not going to do it. And I took my hand off and I heard God say, stop. He says, you're not going to say that that is not truth because it feels wrong to you. He says, it is truth. And you're mm-hmm. to read it as is, as if it's truth. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Okay. All right. God just spoke to me. Um, so I was in I, a Baptist college asking my Baptist pastor if he had a book about tongues. And he gave me this thick book about what was wrong with tongues. Reading that book is how I became thoroughly convinced that tongues was biblical. And, and I was like, against my will. I didn't want to because yeah. I considered those people the weirdos and I didn't want to be a weirdo and but looking at scripture I was looking up the verses that this guy was using where Paul was supposedly being sarcastic and things like that and I'm going how do you get this from that passage you know know. it's a twist I knew this is a twisting of the word of God as a as a young man and I don't care how many theological degrees the author had I'm like going this is this is of God and against my own will. Yep. So, yeah. Well, I'll Parallel tell you, it's journey. God himself for me. Because <laughs> yep. I I left that church, you know, the one where they prayed for me to, mm-hmm. and I got pregnant. I actually left that church because they started speaking in tongues in front of me. So um, I'm. it was just, it was a roadblock and it was, it was severe. But when God said to read it, I did. And at the end, it had the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I started and I said the prayer. And I really meant it with my heart because God was saying it was real now. And we got started. Um, I said the prayer the next day. Nothing happened. I was like, okay, 
I was kind of relieved to be honest, but, um, and then the next day I got desperate and I was like, okay, God, I want to know truth is healing. Like they're talking about is healing of today. Cause Andrew mm-hmm. Womack was talking about massive healing is healing of today is speaking in tongues of you is this is that. And all of a sudden the, um, I was caught up mm-hmm. and I was baptized in the spirit. It's the most incredible thing that ever happened to me in cool. my entire life. I started speaking in tongues. It was just amazing. So from that experience, I knew it was real. And then God really, that's when my life really started, Richard, right mm. after that, that moment, because I had this wonderful life before, but my spiritual life really began that day. Everything looked different. The grass was greener. The birds sang louder. It was amazing. And so I was so sold out. I said, God, I will do anything you tell me. I will be obedient. Just lead God and direct me. And he started. He immediately started having me pray for people and he had me doing deliverance. He had me going around to all my friends and pray for them. They started getting the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And then we all came together and we started having a prayer ministry. We would go out. We would pray for people. We were doing it night and day. We were doing it in the churches, outside the churches, leukemia. People with leukemia were being healed. And that's when God gave me the vision of you. And I came to you because God was teaching us. We didn't know. We didn't know how any of this worked, but God was teaching us. So Mm -hmm. we came to you and then you gave us your book on healing. And then you, we asked you questions and you gave us the questions and the answers. And so it was amazing. But what God did in that period of time in a year and a half was the most incredible. It was like the Pentecost. It was the most incredible time of my life because it was also fresh and new and it was so real. You could not take it from me. Well, then one evening God said, God had Lori and I and another friend praying on the floor because Lori became, she got baptized in the spirit. She was one of my friends that got baptized in the spirit and was praying with, with me and others. And when we were praying on the floor, we knew this was different. It was, we were fighting evil. Like I had never felt evil before. And God was giving us visions of the evil and and all these. And it was almost like he just had us really battling for two hours. When we got done with that battle, I heard the Lord say, you're to start a home for sex trafficking. Richard, I had never heard of sex trafficking before. I didn't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. I turned around to Gloria. I said, we're to start start a, a home for sex trafficking. She says, oh, my gosh, Misty. She said, Like a month and a half ago, I was at a church and they had a movie and it was on sex trafficking. At the end, it said, who who will give them a home? And she said, it pierced my heart. See, I didn't even know about it. I had to go Google sex trafficking to even know about it because this was back in like 2008. And it was before everyone started talking about it, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so we set out to start a home for (laughs) sex trafficking. We were two you know, uh, homeschooling moms and, um, well, actually three at the time with the lady that was with us, we were three homeschooling moms and we didn't have a clue what to do, but we're like, okay, God said to do it. We're going to do it. And this was dear. Remember that real estate crash in 2007, Nate, we were in the midst of that and everybody was turned upside down and Lori and Gary were in mortgages. I mean, he was a mortgage broker, so he, um, they were struggling Joe was in construction. We were struggling. We were losing our house. They were losing their house. And then God told us to go and and start a home for somebody else. Yeah, he does that. But you know what? Obedience is amazing. It is. It is amazing. And so we just, we set out. We started going to organizations and asking them, what are you doing right? What are you doing wrong? We went to Orlando. We went to conferences. It was hard, Richard, because one time I was in Orlando and I remember... I was asking, I mean, we were watching a a film and meeting some of the survivors for the first time in, you know, for Lori and I. And I remember it, we were watching a movie about the cartel and I just couldn't take it anymore. What they were doing, you know, what we were seeing, the information we're getting. I'm like, I have to go back to my hotel room. I just, I can't watch this anymore. And I went back to my hotel room and I said, God, are you sure you have the right one? I said, this is hard. Mm-hmm. And he said, yes, I do. And I said, why did you choose me? He says, because I knew you'd say yes. And I said, okay. 
Hmm. Let's do it. You know? And so just to make a long story short, Lori and myself, and uh, we had some other people helping and another lady came in from Chicago. We all got started together and um, we helped. Um, there are three co-founders of Salem Freedom and we started and um, I think it, we started around 2008, 2009, started getting the information out there. And then 2010 um, is when we actually made it uh, actually a non um, well, not a non-profit, well, a non-profit yes, uh, we made it legal. And then within, and you have to understand, we weren't doing anything. We were just showing up. God was doing everything. Mm-hmm. He was bringing the favor. He was bringing the information. It was absolutely amazing. Um, but um, within probably, we had a home within a year. And then within just a couple of years, we had two homes in Florida. And then it just, it continued to grow. We worked with the police. We worked with the judges. We went into the schools. It God created something so big so quickly that it was it was amazing. It was a miracle. Mm-hmm. But, and it was so beautiful to watch him put it together because yeah. truly we didn't have a thing to do with it. Yeah. We just showed up and did what he said to do. So it was fun and exciting to see the women that we were able to help and the survivors, you know, because they would go from basically, you know, being taken off the streets to getting healing and then going into school and then graduating from college. It was so beautiful to watch. And so um, I was able to see God do all of that. But then that's when I come to a little bit more current. Um, When it came to about 2007, no, 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 when was it? 2017 Yeah. um, is when I got ill. And um, so I had been working with Sayla. And also at that time, I had... um, also started a prayer house because Sayla was the name of the organization was the um, for the sex trafficking. But a couple years into Sayla, God told me to start a prayer house as well. And so I had started that and was working with the prayer house and um, the prayer ministry that we had with all the women, we actually named it Breathe Freedom. And so um, Breathe Freedom was working with the prayer house and I was doing Sayla and doing Breathe Freedom. And then I heard the Lord tell me, and this is something I learned a lesson in, Richard. He said, you're to separate and start letting go of Selah. It was hard. I Mm -hmm. honestly, it was very, very hard. And at first I thought that I just wasn't hearing him correctly. And Mm -hmm. so I gave it a month or so. And then I I knew he was saying to to, uh, separate. And, um, And I'll just be honest. I had a hard time. I didn't do it immediately. Well, the next thing I knew, I was ill and I had um, started not feeling well. And then um, I started getting a fever and couldn't figure out what was going on. Two months seeing all the specialists. And then the next thing I knew, um, I was in the hospital November the 1st of 2017 and I was fighting for my life. Um, I had um, my kidneys were less than 30%. I was anemic. I was dehydrated. I was going blind. Um, my liver was being attacked. My, um, I, I had so much. It was ridiculous. But they put me into a chamber room because they honestly thought that I had something from another country. And I'm like, guys, I have been nowhere. I've only been to Chicago. And um, that's another but country. Within, <laughs> yeah, well, sort of. You're right. Uh, I'm just kidding. But. Um, What's really beautiful is that I had a doctor on the third day come in and they were able to take me out of the isolation room because he says, you don't, what you have is not contagious. He said, I need you. I need to work with you. And he asked me some questions and he says, I think I know what you have. And it was an autoimmune disease that only 250 people in the world have ever had. And 75 of them are, are children in China. Go figure. I don't know how I got this, but it does not matter. Um, this autoimmune disease, it was absolutely, the inflammation in my body was absolutely killing my organs. It was attacking all my organs. So I had good kidneys, but they couldn't work because the inflammation was so, so mm. rampant. And I was going blind because of the same. And um, 
And so I went home. I had to release at that point. I had to release it all. Right. Mm -hmm. I had to release all my responsibilities with Selah and I turned that over to other people. And I looked at that as a a season of my life, which was beautiful because I got to see what God did. And then they continue on today doing amazing things. And I'll always be a co-founder. And I still work with some of the girls inside sex trafficking through Brief Freedom. But um, it was been amazing. But I did release. I was so ill. It took me like six months to really be able to get off the couch. Um, also, um, I, the Lord, I was like, Lord, I have a healing ministry. What's going on here? I don't understand. And he showed me that even though I had a healing ministry, there were things within me that I needed to get healed. And so he took me on a journey with some healing. And he took me on a journey of how to love me as in being me in my unique self and how to love my body and how just it was beautiful. And at the end of this, I, I, I'm like, I went on that journey with him and I came out so much bigger and better. I really, really did. I was very grateful. And then all of a sudden I said, okay, I'm desperate. I want my future. I know what you said and I'm ready. And um, I said, I'll do whatever you do, but I need my body back. My body was a wreck. It was incredible. I was 75 pounds overweight. The medicines I had been on, it had just wrecked my body as well as saved my body. I'm very happy for them. But um, steroids for a complete year is not fun. Trust me. So um, I just surrendered to the Lord like I've done in the past. And when I did, he said, um, well, he didn't. I knew he was going to bring me something. And then two days later, a friend came to my house and she said, I'm doing a program. And it's not just about losing weight. It's about getting healthy. It's about getting a healthy mindset. And and people are getting off medicines and they're losing this weight and they're keeping it off. I'm like, my spirit started jumping. And I'm like, that's it. And so I jumped on this health and wellness program. And within two months, I had started losing weight, which the doctor said I could not lose weight on uh, steroids. And um, I started losing weight. But everything started coming back into alignment. Everything. You know what I'm talking about. My spiritual, my physical, the whole thing. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm starting to be getting my life back. Mm. I'm getting my life back. And so I went to the doctor after two months. My liver enzymes were back to normal. My cholesterol had gone down 31 points. I mean, everything was was balanced again. And I still had some problems with my eyes because I had some damage done, but I, I have been healed of that now. But at Thanks that time, I, I was still um, um, having some problems with that. But I was I came back home. I was so happy. I'm like, I'm going to have my life back. And God said, yes, you are. And he said, I want you to also, you see what you just went through? And I said, yes. He says, you're to take this out to the masses. He says, people die. And he had given me this quote before. And I didn't understand it before, but at this point I did. People die from lack of knowledge of my word and nutrition. And you're to go share nutrition like you do my word. Hmm. So he said, you're to pay this forward. You're to do this. You're to run with this for the next three years. And he says, you can do breathe freedom. He said, because he said, you can do that in this together. But your focus is helping people get healthy and well. Richard, I didn't know the pandemic was coming. Mm. I didn't know it was coming. And this was right before the pandemic. So I get started in sharing this with other people, helping people get healthy and well like yourself. And God brought me people just like he brought you into my life. I saw dads that were dying. The doctor said, you don't have much time left unless you get 100 pounds off. I saw people die. And, and I would be able to come in and give them the same program and coach them and help them and get them healthy and well, just like me. It has been amazing. And just like what God did before in my life, he did it here as well. And so I continue helping people get healthy and well. God says that's going to be a part of my life because it goes along with my ministry, body, soul, and spirit. I was in bondage in my body and I didn't know it, Richard. Mm -hmm. I had a healing ministry. I was healing all these people. I had a ministry where I taught people how to hear God's voice. We were having sessions and I'm all about truth. And I was in bondage and didn't know. So God said, you'll have this in your life. This is a part of what you're going to do, but you're going to do other things as well. 
And so um, that's a huge part of, uh, it's a huge part of who I am going forward. You've seen some pretty remarkable results. First of all, in your own life, the pictures before and after are incredible. Um, And and that was, that was when I, when I was laying in bed for, I was four weeks, I could not get out of bed. And that was just not me. I like, I don't lay around ever, but I couldn't do anything. And um, my body was fighting double pneumonia. And I saw on Facebook and I was like, who is that? That's, that's Misty. And the Lord was like going, yes, and I want you, you know, to learn from her. And then you've helped other friends of mine. And uh, and, and then there are people that I didn't know, but friends of yours. I got your PowerPoint because I had you come and speak here at one point. And I'm like, the stories, the before and after pictures, you didn't recognize the people. Um, and so the transformation has been remarkable in a lot of people's lives. And I, I want to encourage people to um, connect with Misty um, for for this uh, as a health coach. And, uh, yeah, we yeah, I just want to encourage you. Yeah, get it. Get on it. Do it. It works. It's amazing. Um, you know. Michelle Talone, a good friend of mine, her pictures. I was like, who is that woman? She's done remarkable um, friends in Tennessee, friends down here. And uh, yeah, and, and it worked and it did for me. Um, and uh, yeah, so praise the Lord. It has been amazing, Richard. In fact, you know, I look at my husband, he's lost 55 pounds. I look at all my fam- my mother, which is 83 years old. She lost 30 pounds. I mean, I can just sit here and tell you I've helped thousands and thousands of people. When God said mm-hmm. to sit to, you know, he said, put your head down and run for three years. Um, I never knew what the people that he was, he was going to bring into my life and also the healing that was going to happen for my family. And because this is all about a healthy mindset and you learn how to have healthy mind, um, a healthy mindset, you learn the healthy habits that create it. So I've kept my weight off now for four years. And before I found this particular program, I had tried it all because mm-hmm. I had started gaining weight at 35 when I had a hysterectomy with the birth of my son. Um, and we'd had some problems with the birth and I had started gaining weight then. And here I was in my fifties and I had not stopped and I was obese and I had gotten to the point where I said, you know what, I, I can't fix this. So I'm going to learn to love myself the way I am. But what mm-hmm. I didn't know is that being obese, there's consequences to that mm-hmm. for your health. And yeah. so um, I, I just I feel like I've given an, been given a second chance in life and I love it. I am healthier now today than I was in my 20s. And, and and a lot of the clothes that you could wear in your twenties, you were back into, right? I am. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a flower child again. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure, it's been great. Oh, it's been great. I'm God. very grateful. We actually have um, 163 coaches that we get to train and work with wow. over the U.S. It's been wow. It's that's been the thing amazing. the Lord's calling me to do now is is be a coach. And oh, it, we, I've written 10 coaching courses and produced the videos in the last four weeks. Wow. And it's all about freedom and it's about, about yeah. healing and wholeness. I, I want to produce a, a coaching course I, because I've, I've listed out 20 um, that, that I want to do because the Lord's been it, coaching is another word for discipling. Mm-hmm. It means learner. And, and having someone who has, that Jesus was the one that picked 12 guys and poured his life into them and said, now go and learn other people, disciple other people. Because the word means learn, learner. So go learner other people. Um, and and so I've, I've been creating all that. And um, it, it has revolutionized my life. I'm, I'm, the Lord's been speaking to me over and over again. I've been on Sunday nights. I, I wish I had video recorded this because it's impacting people so profoundly. But the Lord keeps taking me back to the same two verses. Without a vision, 
the people perish. And without yes. a prophetic vision, it says they cast mm -hmm. off restraints. Without a prophetic vision, they run around wildly. There's, there's 20 different versions, and they all say it a little different. And, and I brought that out. And then it says, write out the vision and make it plain so that those who read it can run with it. And, and, and so it is like for so many people, their circumstance is their reality and is their vision. Whatever they're dealing with, they, it's their identity. It's, they've tried everything they, they, and they don't have a vision. And, right. and without that, you don't have restraint. You run around right. wildly. You, um, you perish, you die. You are right. in that place. And somehow you got a vision that you could be well again. Now it's interesting because what, what happened one week, the Lord kept going do this again. I was like, Lord, I, I don't have anything else. There's two verses. And it's actually, it's actually like four verses because it's Proverbs and Habakkuk. And, uh, and, and he said, and, and someone brought up, yeah, but the reason I can't have a vision is because of this. And we started filling all of this out, all of the reasons why it's impossible, self-doubt, um, hopelessness, fear, all these things that keep us from having this. And, and, the, and this is reality. A lot of people go, this is my reality. This is not reality. And I go, correct. This is reality and it will always be your reality until you believe that this can be your reality. Right. And, 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 uh, and how did you get a vision for being healthy? What was the, did you have a vision of what it might look like or was it just blind obedience? It was blind obedience, really, because I, I mean, I wanted to feel good, Richard. It wasn't about wanting, I mean, I knew. You didn't know what I, you could, what it could be. No, no. But I knew what the Lord said that I had in front of me that I was going to be mm -hmm. doing. And I had to be healthy to do that. But I just wanted to feel good. I yeah. wanted to be able. And I also, I mean, there's also some confidence that. Um, you get when you start getting back to your healthy weight too. I didn't, there was confidence I didn't know I didn't have until I started getting back to my healthy weight. And then it made me stand up a little bit stronger, you know, taller and stronger. Um, but um, there's just, for me, I wanted my health back. It was yeah. more of, I want to feel good. I don't want to worry about my future. That because was my vision. future was being taken away from me as it was. And then I got my future back. So, um I you had just, a little you know, bit of hope, hope that you could be healthy and yeah. maybe be, be a better grandmother or, you know, do something that you couldn't do now. So the sure. despair of your yeah. reality, you yes. had to do something. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I just wanted to be my best. I wanted to go do what I wanted to do and do it well. And I wanted to see my daughter get married. I wanted to see my son get married. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see mm -hmm. my, at that point, I didn't have grandkids. Something's now I have to drink it. Yeah. And, um, and Richard, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, God's a big God and he did so many incredible things in my life, but I was in crisis, crisis mode with my health. Mm -hmm. And so without this program, I don't know where I'd be today. I wouldn't want to compare, to be honest with and without it, because it would make me very sad on the, where I would have been had I not found it. I'm so grateful. It was such, just like God, I mean, it was, a, God told me, like I could tell by him jump, my spirit jumping, this was from the Lord. And so, um, you know, you just, you don't know good health until you don't have it. But when you get it back, it's like, oh my gosh, you don't ever want to go, you don't want to yeah. go backwards again. Because yeah. it's yeah. all about truly um, getting strong in your core. Yeah. So. But I'm excited. I'm excited that we get to help so many people. And I loved helping you during that time. Thank you. And um, if I could, um, I could tell um, people can go to my website, mistystinson.com, M-I-S-T-Y-S-T-I-N-S-O-N.com. And I have a place on there to go to my ministry, Breathe Freedom. I have a place um, called Health where you can go in there and you can do a survey and I can give you a call and help with the with your health. And then we actually have some business opportunities in there as well. But um, I love what I'm doing and what I feel like the Lord, if it's okay for me just to share for just yeah. a moment, yeah. what he started back before, back at the very first uh, with the prayer ministry, 
he has now given me a blueprint for what's going to be coming. And, um, and he's, he's like, get ready. And because it goes along with everything, it's business tree because it deals with the health and, and, and he gave us a vision in such a way that, um, you know, we already work with leaders and we already go in and work with women of sex trafficking. We work with anyone and everyone that needs freedom that, you know, that wants to hear God's voice, that needs to find that's having problems with their marriage. I mean, we just go and we allow God to show up and then God, when he shows up, he does the healing and he brings out what really needs to happen. And it's been amazing. But um, one of the things that we we know that we're going to be doing in Breathe Freedom is in the future is that we're looking for a building. We're going to have it's going to be a structure, sort of like a church, but it's not going to be a church. It's going to be like a glory center. We're going to have trainings in there. And um, one of the things that we are wanting to do is to really be able to train people in maybe I don't know. This this may be connected with you, Richard. You're going to be doing a lot of this, too. But we want to work with other ministries. We want to. There's a lot of small ministries that we want to bring up. And we want to have hubs in different places in the U.S. where we have leaders that we can mentor. And then they can go out to greater um, groups of people and, and bring the trainings. Because we want everybody to know who God is, the big and more mm-hmm. of God. And we want to have prayer shields. We want to be a resource center. Um, we want to um, have spe- special speakers. There's so much. There's so much out there that needs to be said. And we want to be a center that can bring the topics up so that people can go back out into their communities mm-hmm. and spread it. And mm-hmm. sometimes that can't be do- done in churches, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not someone that's putting down churches, and I'm all for churches, but it doesn't always have to be in church. And when you have like a neutral place to come and to be able to learn just truth, because it's all about truth. It's not about anything else. And then to be able to learn your identity by walking and talking with God in a kingdom lifestyle, Hmm. people just need to know how to do that. And sometimes it's hard for them to get that information. Hmm. So we want to be that center for people. We want to be able to, um, have retreats. So you never know, you and I might be connecting in the future, Richard. Yeah. But um, but really just letting people know that experiencing God is real mm-hmm. and it's not scary once you really know the truth yeah. of it. And that you don't have to experience God in the ways that we're talking about to get to heaven. Your salvation is going to get you to heaven. But here on earth, it is amazing. Yes. amazing yes. to walk this earth with your salvation and in all the gifts of the spirit as well, mm-hmm. especially with the Holy spirit. And um, so I'm excited for what all we're going to be doing in the future. And I'm excited for you. It sounds amazing what you're going to be doing. Yeah. And um, God's just on fire for his kingdom, isn't he? Amen. He's Amen. on fire for his kingdom leaders. He needs kingdom leaders right now. And that's what we want to build up. So the leaders can go and gather the people and get the information out. Amen. So mm-hmm. your health coaches, you mm-hmm. were a health coach mm-hmm. and it became a business as well that mm-hmm. was able to replace your husband's salary. He left his good paying job to join you in health coaching. That is pretty cool. remarkable. And that's something you are helping other people do yes. successfully. Yes. And, and people are, are able to help other people get healthy and whole and and leave their jobs to help people get healthy and whole. That's awesome. We were able to do that, Richard. We, uh, My husband, he told me once I started health coaching, because, you know, the Lord told me to start. So I got started like six months in. He was like, mm, what are you doing exactly? And, you know, and he's like, let me see all the information. And, um, and then he was like, this is incredible. And my husband and I, we'd had a dream for 30 years to do ministry and business together. We had mm-hmm. always wanted to do that. And he said, you know, this may be the vehicle for us. And, you know, and so we got started and he said, if you can make this particular amount, he said, um, I'll come home from my job. He said, cause that would replace my income. And I said, okay. And he was making six figures. So we're talking, you know, it's and um, 
So within 14 months, I was able to do that. And wow. he came home from his job at month 15. Wow. And so we've been Kicking doing this and screaming, together. complaining the whole time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you have to be at that amount for six months, and then I'll turn in my notice. When I made that amount, he turned in his notice within six days. <laughs> it was hilarious. But um, uh, we've been I doing know. this together for four years. And so those 163 coaches I told you about are people that we helped be a part of, of, of starting a business. And so it's just... It's been so your unreal. Facebook post where you guys are on the beach and you're looking tan and fit and you're traveling the world, that's all just Facebook fake, right? That's, that's not. No, no. <laughs> I'm not a person. I'm all about truth because you'll see me on there someday. It's like, yep, she's speaking uh, truth. I know, no. but it looks it looks that way. It looks like, oh, yeah, they're just it's a sales pitch. But you guys are living it. You're like, no, like yeah, living your yeah, dreams. We are. We are. We had a RV with a Jeep on the back that was on our dream board and um, we're sitting in it right now. So about a year and a half ago, we sold our house and we said we can do this. So we went ahead and we did it. And um, we went up the coast and went to Maine uh, last year and then came back through. And then we went on the other coast and uh, stayed for a while there because my daughter had one of our grandbabies in January. So um, it's been amazing. God has been so good. And so we get to go out and travel and meet people. We help them body, soul, and spirit. I get to do my, I get to work with people, breathe freedom. I get to work with people with the health business. And it's just, it's been amazing. Absolutely amazing. So right now we are back in Florida because my daughter decided to move back to Florida. So we're here while they're moving back and we'll be here for just a little bit. And probably stay a year or so. And I don't know what God has in plan of where we're going next, but it's been amazing. And, um, you know, the one thing I know is that when you step out and you walk with the Lord and you do the uncomfortable and you grow with him, your life is an amazing journey, amazing journey. I could not have ever created this life for myself. Never. Mm. Mm. And I am so grateful that he loves me enough to say no when he needs to say no and yes when he says when I need to say when he needs to say yes um it's 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 beautiful i i just want everybody to live this way yeah. richard yeah. i want them to follow god because i would never have i would never have started this i would never have come a, a health coach had god not told me to and I would not have gotten the dream that I had my entire life that my husband and I could do this together mm-hmm. if I hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. He just knows. He knows the future. He knows what we're capable of. He knows what he created us for. And when we walk and talk with him and when we're obedient, we get so much, so much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I encourage anyone and everyone out there if they are in any way and it and it doesn't have to be a hundred pounds someone needs to lose you didn't need to lose that much you just need to be healthy richard you know and so people can it can be 10 pounds or some people don't even need to lose weight they just want to be healthy you know we do it all and we actually kept we're coming out with some new products in september that's going to help people that are really health buffs that go into the gym and do weights we've got some amino acids and whey protein Oh, well, then we've got some products coming out for you, Richard. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, the, the, the Lord's kind of took me to a different level. So I'm, I'm uh, and it's interesting because I, I don't have a gym membership. I, um, it, it is, I, the exercise I do, I've put on more muscle, burned more fat in a short amount of time. And it's so reproducible. And I'm, and I'm learning it now. I, I don't know if I'm ever supposed to, but it, almost everything the Lord teaches me, he wants me to teach others. And in some exactly. ways I am, because as I've been writing about vision, I was like going, I, I see a group of people that we minister to that are broken. That most of them are overweight and, and they're stuck in that place. And it's like, well, it's hard to tie my shoe. And I'm like going today it is, but do you have a vision I just want to be able to tie my shoe. First of all, I think that's too small. God's bigger than that. But if you have a vision right. to be able to tie your shoe, and, and I was like, and, and you make it a goal, that's like right now you might be able to bend this much, and that might be hard for you, and you might be in pain. And I was like, but just that, 
just going, okay, I'm going to stretch that. And I was like, next thing you know, you'll be tying your shoes. Yes. And, and, and uh, you know, and, and that that's like minuscule, ridiculously small vision. But for some people, that seems impossible. Were you, you weren't quite that bad. You could tie your shoes, but you, you there were a lot of things that normal people could do. I that, was, I was for, I am very small framed. Yeah. And I'm very short. And I was yeah. 75 pounds overweight. Yeah. So, so there were, there were normal things that you were like, I can't do that. Yes. I, I had a yes. friend who couldn't walk and, and, uh, and, and, and had a bunch of reasons why. She got a vision and she just walked seven miles of Disney. And, and, and part of that was a vision to be able to play with my grandkids again, to get on the ground, to go down the slides and stuff like that. And, and, and watching the transformation and it, and it, and, and the life was, this is my reality. I wish it could be different, but it can't. And I'm right. like going, as long as that is what you believe. And you, and so for me, I was going, I want to be strong in my eighties. I've been saying seventies. I just started switching to my eighties cause I was like, I'm getting close to 60. So I'm like, no, I gotta, I'm going to push it up there. But it's that vision of what I will be able to do and look like in my 80s that people will be like, what in the world? You know, because yeah. it's one thing to, to be that way now, you know, but uh, but it's like, yeah, my long range vision is to be strong and healthy. I just help my son move. And of all the people working, I, I know that I lifted like the highest per share and there was there was a decent number of guys there there was a couple people that didn't show up that if they showed up i would have watched them do it all but it was like man they need the strongest back and i'm like i got that right now you know? right one of them one of them was a he, he's actually flew out to to play with seattle seahawks maybe or be like on their practice squad and i was like okay i'll, I'll let him do the lifting you know the heavy stuff but he, he he had a good excuse, uh, you know. Another guy guy didn't show up, but I was like of, of the crowd. I was like, and I'm like, that's because I have a vision of what I'm want to look like and feel like and be able to do, and I have pretty stretch goals for that and work out pretty hard. And I, I've burned through all of I, I've been the recipient of other people who quit their protein products, and I had a bunch of them. <laughs> I just finished all that out, so I didn't even have to buy any protein products. But I was I was taking them, and uh, pe- from people that quit, who were like, "Man, I don't right. even use this. Could you use this?" Yeah, and um, so it's I'm not impossible. I remember when I was at my heaviest that we were thinking about buying a, um, a home in Riverview that was two stories high, and I was like, the stairs. <laughs> because my ankles hurt, my knees hurt. And Joe was actually um, going to have some knee surgery because he needed to have a knee replacement because mm. he was in pain. And when he got on the program, um, he lost the 55 pounds. He canceled the surgery. He didn't have to have it. He still not had it to this wow. day. And I no longer have any pain in my knees or in or my back or my I mean, I don't have pain anymore. Now, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I, I, I eat healthy now. Now, you know, one thing about eating healthy is that it's really just making good choices as mm-hmm. you go in a lifestyle and just knowing what is the good choices and what's not. And, of course, I'm going to go have a piece of pie at different times, but then I go back to my regular way of eating. And yeah. so I don't deprive myself of things. It's just that my regular eating is healthy eating. Yeah. And I never feel like I'm something's being taken from me. I actually feel right the opposite. I've been given so much because yeah. I feel so good. And I get to yeah. see all these other people live because of it. I have, um, if I could, I have one gentleman that he was 380-something pounds when he first started. And he's the one I mentioned earlier. I love his story because it just means so much to me. He's a gospel singer. Um, his name is John Rulapaw. And um, he actually, when he, the doctors told him that he did not have long to live, that he needed to get his papers in order. And then they didn't know if they, if he even tried to lose the weight, if it was even going to work wow. in time. And that he needed to get 100 pounds down. And I met with him 
and um, he got started. And when he got started, within a year, I, I believe I'm right, within a year and uh, maybe two months, he was like 140 pounds down. He got a report from the doctors in the last four months. This is the truth. He's no longer diabetic. He was a diabetic. He no longer has, um, well, okay, let me put it this way because we have to be very careful. Um, his liver enzymes, are, well, he also had, okay, he had cirrhosis of the liver from his, not of drinking. It was cirrhosis of the liver from his eating. And so, because um, he was, it wasn't from drinking. And so his liver enzymes, that was another reason they said, we don't know if you're going to make it. His liver enzymes were at normal range for the first time in his adult life. Mm. So this gentleman right now, I think of as of last week, I went to Atlanta with him and his beautiful wife uh, last week. And I think he's 160 pounds down. And he is living his best healthy life. One of his daughters in high school this past um, year, he did a post where his daughter had her arms around him. And the caption was, this is the first time my daughter has ever been able to put her arms completely around me and give me a hug. Mm. I mean, so um, this program gave them their life wow. back. Wow. It gave a wife a husband that was dying. He had Praise tried God. everything. Now, I hooked you up with a gospel singer. Was he the one that connected you with this guy? Yes. Was yes. It? Oh, cool. Yes. That's yes, amazing. it was. I never heard that. Yes. That's awesome. Absolutely. So. Yep. It was. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, yeah. you did. Small yep. world. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's yep. amazing. Praise God. So, anyway, I love what God does. He does amazing things. All we get to do, we get to we get to enjoy all the beautiful things he brings us, Richard. Praise God. We just listen to him and do what he says. Mm, well, Misty, I want to ask you to kind of close this out in prayer. Um, one of the I'm things I would like that. to ask you to, to pray for, and if you even have a, a vision or a word or anything like that, the two acres behind us, because I believe that God mm -hmm. wants to rescue people and heal people. And uh, um, you are a phenomenal coach, and we're getting ready to launch some coaching classes. So would you oh, mind not, uh, just praying over that stuff? And then, you know, our listeners, and, and I believe that there are going to be people that are going to reach out and go, I need a health coach. I wish we could. I, I'm sure we are capable of it. I'm not techy enough, but I wish we could put some of the pictures up there. But if they go to your website, they'll see some of those pictures. And here's they some will. Stories. In fact, my testimony is on there. So they'll see at mistystinson.com. Yep. They'll see some of the testimonies underneath help. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Go ahead for and sure. Pull this for out. sure. Oh, absolutely. So, Father, we just thank you. Oh, we thank you for all that you do. We thank you so much for being such a loving father that you know what's best for us. We thank you for Richard and we thank you for what he's doing with this podcast. We thank you for his heart. And how he has wanted to help women for many years now, Father God, women and men, Father, that that need help with this sex trafficking and also in other ways as well, Father, with deliverance and with just healing in many different ways. So, Father, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for favor for that land, Father God, that it will be given in such a way to Richard that there will be rejoicing, Father, and that the homes that come upon it that your guidance with the with the homes, Father God, that there will be people that will just show up, just show up because you are calling them to come and to help Richard with this. We thank you for the coaching that Richard is wanting to start to help with the health and the body. Father, we know you want everybody healed, body, soul, and spirit. You want everybody living their, li their best life, Father. And so we just, um, we thank you, Father. We thank you for loving us so much and for wanting always the best for us. We just bless each and every person that's on this podcast, that listens to this podcast. We just speak good health over them in Jesus' name. And anyone right now that is hurting because they need solutions, we are here to help. You're welcome to 
contact us and we are here to help. God, it's on his heart to help you and to help others. So thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Misty. Oh, you're welcome. Great great show today. And uh, pray blessings over you guys. And we probably will have you on again. What's the name of the book and the title of the book? And we're going to put the links. Can you text me those links? Yes, I will. It's it's on Amazon. Just Just show show up. A journey with God to hear his voice and experience the big and more. Awesome. Thank you again. And we'll be signing off, especially if I can figure out how to turn this off. I usually have my son doing all this. He'll edit this part out, I'm sure, while I go, how do I turn it off? <laughs>